Hey, this is Dirk Revueren from Megadeth, and you're listening to GhostCultMag.com. Welcome back to the Ghost Cult Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, OJ. In today's episode, we have Billy Biohazard of Biohazard and Powerflow. And Billy Bio, he dropped by to talk about the recently announced Biohazard reunion, as well as their plans for the future. We also got updates about Powerflow and his solo career. Check it out. What's up, everybody? Ghost Cult Mag here, welcoming back in our old friend, Billy Biohazard. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I am fantastic. You are battling L.A. traffic. I am hanging in there myself in Northern California now. And uh, yeah, man, just a tremendous amount of stuff going on in your life. You are so busy. It is unbelievable. I'm so I'm so glad you're busy working. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's better than being busy in an unemployment line. For real. You know, it's uh, a wild time in the world that we're looking forward to these reunion shows with Biohazard. I know, you know, I'm sure in like every other interview of all your other projects you're trying to promote, I'm sure that's the number one question asked, like, is this going to happen? When is it going to happen? And you always kept the door open, which I, you know, I think is great. You know, obviously the interest is there. The the, the reaction has been amazing by fans and and. The expectations are very high, but how did how did it kind of how did the wheels start going in motion for this to happen? Well, um, we, we've talked numerous times and, and, and putting my energy into Billy Bio, which is my solo stuff, and Power Flow, which is a band with Send Dog and Christian from Fear Factory, um, Send Dog from Cypress Hill. That that's been my focus, and we had I had a bunch of different ideas for bass players for biohazard and every time i went back during the pandemic to bobby and danny you know they were they were kind of like yeah he's cool he's great but you know with this pandemic shit if we're gonna do it again let's do it with evan and i was just like you know i i didn't think it was a possibility i wasn't really into it and it, it, it just kind of weighed on my shoulders and then one day evan called me up and i i dude we bullshitted for a second and it was on a Zoom call because he's living in Mexico somewhere. And at the time, I'm like, what do you mean here in Mexico? What the fuck is going on there? What are you, are you on the run or something? But he just, you know, went through a lot of shit, found comfort in living in Mexico. And we just shot the shit. And I posted a that Zoom call. Um, and, and I remember he said, he goes, I see you're fucking still doing it. The powerful shit's awesome and you're killing it with... You know, there you just released a new Billy Bile video, and I had just dropped the, the new uh, Leaders and Liars record for Billy Bile, and he complimented me on the on the video. But he's like, "Are you playing out?" I said, "No, it's fucking everything's." Got, I had all these tours canceled, all these Billy Bile tours canceled, and I said I jam with a couple of bands. I, you know, I go on stage and play cover songs for fun, but I haven't toured. And he said, uh, "He goes, so why don't we put the band back together?" And it was like a mic drop. I was like, "Holy fuck!" And, and it was then I was like, you know what? Maybe this can happen. We we're all in different places. I never really closed the door on it. But I think just being, you know, drumming up some old past feelings, you kind of got to look past shit and be like, let's move forward and not look back. And we had done a lot of great things together. And and that was the, the beginning of, uh, of putting the band back together. So we all started talking more. And I had always talked to Danny and Bobby pretty frequently. And then it just happened. That's awesome. And I mean, I'm glad to hear the friendship is still there. I think that's important. I know, you know, it's tough. It's been a lot of stuff over the years and uh, I'm, 
you know, I think the, you know, it's, you got to let bands, these things happen. Bands lose members and sometimes bands lose crucial members. I, I compare it a lot. Like what fear factory is going through with Dino. I talked to Dino a couple of months ago and he's like, to a certain level of people, people are mad hype that we're coming back out with a new singer. And then there's a whole army of people that don't accept any Fear Factory but the manufacturer. And I think Biohazard's another one of those bands, coincidentally, early, same early label, Roadrunner. But I think there's an era of bands where people are just, you know, they want what they want. You can't always give it to them. But uh, this is going to be phenomenal. I'm really pumped for these re this re reunion shows and maybe reunion new music I heard. So we'll see. We got a lot of things up our sleeve, bro. It, it's uh, it's not a one and done thing. It, it, it's great that we're at a position where um, it gives me a it gives me a chance to do a little bit more of the things that I never get, I didn't get a chance to finish with Biohazard um, because we split up with Evan. But now that we're back together, be on the you know on the lookout for a lot of new stuff. We're dropping um, news about within the next month or so. Fantastic. And of course, so, you know, he, he, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Bobby does his thing and Danny, you know, has other things that he does sometimes Kings never die and producing and things. So I think it's going to be really refreshing to get, you know, these songs back and this band back the way people remember it. And uh, it doesn't stop you from doing your, you know, Evan's many entrepreneurial things or those guys and their other projects or you and your Betty things, you know, it's just one more thing. Yeah, I just I just play music. That's what I do. <laughs> I love it. I live for it. You know, and and it's great to be able to do Biohazard, Billy Bio, and Powerflow, and not have it compete. So I'm looking to piggyback stuff. And like we talked about, we have a new Powerflow record coming out next year, this year. And then I dropped a new Billy Bio record that I didn't get a chance to tour with. So we're trying to piggy that up. Maybe I'm gonna try to put everything together I, I won't be able to do three bands but uh, definitely two bands we'll see all right you know what there, there is one thing i can say publicly so the first announcement for us is going to be blue ridge rock fest with motherfucking pantera megadeth machine head just to name a few of the greats so <laughs> we're looking forward to that that's going to be killer that is so sick we cover blue ridge every year and they always do a great job bringing in the big you know, the reunions, they had Shadows Fall and God forbid this year and Kitty. So that's amazing. And I know I knew you would be pumped about Pantera, by the way. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, here's a funny thing. We did get an offer to play with them in Mexico. Couldn't do it because <laughs> two of the guys, their names will remain, uh, they'll remain nameless. But two of the guys' passports expired. I'm the only guy who tours. So these guys need a passport for years. And so we missed out. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We're missing out on the first Pantera date? Because your fucking passport expired. Anyways, so our passwords would be good and, <laughs> and we'll be ready to go. No worries. I got to get mine renewed too. So don't worry. About, I don't feel too bad. Yo, that is awesome news. Thank you so much for sharing, Billy. Power to you. Lucky you're in immaculate shape and <laughs> hopefully you can work it all out with the scheduling. Uh, I know that's a, a concern for a lot of people is, you know, the touring right now. Obviously, again, like I said, I, I, th I think the very first announced show was the Dynamo Festival, which we cover because we have a, a history back in the Netherlands is where we started. And, you know, uh, I, I know the anticipation is high for these festivals and hopefully we'll get some U.S. dates announced as well. Yeah, we actually like that I can talk about, too. We we uh, announced the Europe dates, but we have a whole slew of U.S. dates that we're going to be announcing soon. Um, and it's we're not just going to is our country. We love Europe. We love America. 
there's a lot of stuff we're, you know, we're planning on it, but I'm looking forward to announcing those U S dates. Awesome. Looking forward to it. And, you know, in addition, uh, I can only imagine, I'm sure, you know, some of these shows will be headline shows and obviously a festival gig is usually the greatest hit set, but, um, you know, I'm very excited to hear, you know, these classic bio songs as well as I love means for an end. Uh, yeah. Like I love that record. I loved it when it came out. I was like, Oh my God, this is a record I was waiting for. And, you know, I know things kind of fizzled out after that. So I, I would hope we get to hear some of that stuff too. Yeah, for sure. And I've been dropping uh, messages on my social media. Like what, what are your favorite songs? What do you want to hear off this record? The, we have our favorites and and it's been a while since we played as a band, but it's definitely been a, a, a lot longer since we played as the OGs of Biohedge. The other cool thing, Keith, I, I, I'm looking forward to is our social media presence as far as like streaming networks. There's a lot of missing songs, a lot of missing albums. So it, it gives me a little bit of extra focus time to to get that all organized because you, you, there's missing Biohazard catalog that you can't get on, on Spotify or Apple Music or, you know, all, any of the other ones. Word. I remember uh, there was an interview Evan did with Stern a long time ago, probably going back a ways. And he was like, yo, I got to start knocking on the doors of these Warner Brother guys because he didn't even know, like, the videos are out there for purchase, but maybe the band isn't seeing all the money and things like that. And obviously streaming is very complicated, and we live in a, a tough age. I, I always consider Spotify, like, I enjoy Spotify, but I also don't love Spotify for how they operate. They never promised anybody, you know. Of course, the guy who helped, like, create the Pirate Bay is running, is the CEO of Spotify, and they don't pay people. But, you know, at the same time, it's like I, I like the availability of music. Like, you know, we were tape kids. We were vinyl kids and cassette kids and traded tapes with our friends and, and shit. And, you know, I appreciate that music is so available, but it just sucks that it's hard for the artists to get paid, even in the best of circumstances. Yeah, dude, you know that, you know, on, on Levi Jeans and a lot of companies have them. There's a little pocket on your right hip. Yeah, it's a little tiny little pocket. You know what that's made for? <laughs> your earnings from streaming. <laughs> All the money that you make in the music industry after yeah. 1990, 2000. I didn't know that the CEO, <laughs> the owner of Pirate Bay is the CEO and founder yeah. of Spotify. He, he was a coder at Pirate Bay and he worked for uh, the Pirate Bay and a, like a bunch of those kind of things. And then he ended up being the CEO of Spotify, Daniel Eck. And, you know, he, he you know, his opinion is that Spotify is a search engine. It's not a moneymaker. And I know, you know, Metallica had a big year on streaming last year because they're Metallica. And I posted that news because, you know, they shared their thing. They're like, hey, we finally we had like a billion streams for the year and a billion streams for one song cumulatively on Spotify alone. And that's, uh, you know, obviously going to be Inner Sandman. And everybody was joking, you know, oh, ha ha ha, Metallica, here's your four dollars. But like they're Metallica and they have probably their own negotiated deal you know, like the big superstars do, as opposed to all the other bands out there that are basically like a DIY enterprise. And even when you have a good label behind you, hundred percent, you know, it's, it, it was never about the money and it still isn't about the money. Um, but I remember when that whole shit happened and, and I, I saw somebody wearing pretty recently a shirt that said Lars was right. Word. When, when that <laughs> shit went down with Napster, People got on him because he, you're like, ah, you're 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 selling tons of records. It's gonna help out the small smaller bands and the up and coming bands, which had a, a, a you know validity to it. But I just told this story on my Patreon, and it's it's. I remember 
spending four hours downloading a song, like a whole album onto my computer. And then another four hours of trying to figure out how to put it on this little player. I went into the down into a meeting at, at, uh, in the village in LA with our managers, Russell Simmons, Leo Cohen, Scott Coding, rest in peace. And I, and I spent maybe eight hours trying to do this, you know, make this transfer. I, in the meeting, after we talked about biohazard, I, I asked him, I said, Lior, what about this thing? And he said, you mean that little, those little players with the digitalized music? I'm like, yeah, because nobody cares about that. They want to, they want to hold something. They like to hold their music. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I get it. You said the same, the industry said the same thing about CDs and they were wrong. And with the MP3s, he, my point was, and this was like 93, maybe I'm like, but I've, there's a way to make, I paid for my CD. I put the fucking biohazard record on my computer from this program. And then that program helped me put this on a player. So I bought, I bought one CD and now I have two other copies. So there's three copies for one. I said, that math doesn't work out for the music industry. And his rebuttal was, yeah, but people still want to hold their music. And it's true. Vinyl's making a comeback. But if the music industry would have looked around the corner and saw the potential of, of damage that MP3s could have had, they could have bought out Napster and just paid them a fucking billion dollars and saved the music industry. Now you get a bunch of young bands who I, I love finding these new bands, but they're trying to come up in an industry that's selling 90% less than it was 15 years ago. It's madness. And I, I do, I do understand. Uh, I think a great man once said music's for you and me, not the fucking industry. Uh, I'm trying to remember where I heard that before, but yeah, it is wild. And it, the math doesn't check out. And I always say, I compare the music industry to the record, to the film industry. Why did the movie industry let out a, a few trailers and then you can't see the entire movie till you go to the movie theaters and then you have other opportunities to purchase or view based on subscription services. But the music industry is like, nope, take it, take it away. Take it now. You know, we'll give you the whole album before you can buy it. And I think that, you know, that kind of hurts sometimes. And I do love things like Bandcamp. There are other opportunities out there. Other streaming platforms. SoundCloud seems to pay for your rap guys and dance music people. But I don't know. It's just a crazy thing. We're not going to solve it, you and I. Uh, but you had this figured out 30 years ago and they still haven't caught up. I hope it gets recorded. I didn't have the means to monetize it. I had the idea. The, the, he, I, something happened with my last record, the Billy Bio record, Leaders and Liars, came out last year. Mm. And my friend Lindsay, she was checking it out. She was filming and she put it up and she posted it. Like a, a leak of my record and me talking about you know the record. So it kind of it kind of fucked me up a little bit because we weren't, we hadn't had any plans of when to officially announce when the record was coming out. So we had a scramble and I did a, a quick lyric video for the song. I was working on this video for it. And then we announced, but you got to just hustle when shit happens, you got to take it off the chin and, and figure out how to way to make it work a little bit better for you. That's it. I mean, in reality is if it's not about the money, then you're in the right place. You play the music from your heart and whatever happens, if you, you know, great. If nothing happens, great. You still had a good time doing it and your music was real and your people who like you will follow you because they can see that it was real. They came from the right place, you know? Word. And just to kick it back to the band for a second, there's still a lot. When I interview a lot of hardcore bands and metal bands, they all 
Sight Biohazard is one of their bands they love. I don't know if you feel that love when you see bands or you see people in person, but that like bands are still telling me that that era of bands is still hugely important to them, including yours. You know what I want to do? And this is great. Thank you. Yes. And, and the minute we announced a union, people hit me up left and right that I hadn't heard from years and young people I've never met before. Um, but what I want to do and, and everybody just hit me up on social media, Billy at Billy biohazard everywhere. I want to put together a, a cover record of biohazard songs. So I want to help you have people hear your new music, but I, it has to be a biohazard song. So if you've done one or you want to do one, hit me up and uh, I'd love to hear it and, and, and help put it out and, draw a little bit of attention to you and and your effort and what you got going on as a musician. That's crazy and awesome. I hope it happens. That would be sick. And uh, obviously in terms of new music, has there been a discussion of a label or is that too soon? All the above. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to drop, we're going to drop a lot of stuff within the next month or so. Um, What we have going on, it's not going to be all at once because there's a whole slew of things. Um, The first up is going to be the U S date announcements. And then um, some other plans that we we that are pretty badass. So right on. And then this is just beginning. Twenty twenty three is just the beginning of Biohazard uh, restart. Let me let's call it the restart, not the reunion. (laughs) Right, reloaded like uh, the Matrix. Uh, And uh, yeah, that's really killer, man. I'm very excited, and I'm I, I love Leaders and Liars, so I'm still excited to see you get out and and do shows. Do you still have? I know it's hard to kind of keep a band together that's, you know, comes and goes. Do you still have a core group of people? Are you putting a new band together to back you? Yeah, my 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 main guys are uh, Rob on bass. Rob, he's with Corn. Mm. Dan is with Zebrahead. And, and Fred, who's also the drummer of Powerflow, is with uh, a bunch of different bands. He plays in a prog band. It's pretty fucking badass. And he's also playing with this band. Who are they? They were huge in the 90s. Like more, not my style. Uh, it's, uh, sorry, um, LA traffic, uh, bullet boys. Of course. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Anyway. So they're all touring more than I'm touring. Unfortunately for them, unfortunately for us, but I will, uh, be doing a lot more stuff once the ball gets rolling here. Nice. And did you record like an entire other, uh, Billy bio record as you started to write another one, even though you didn't get to tour behind the last one? Yeah. That's funny you brought that up. Yeah, I was just, I do, I do have something on my sleeve. Um, and I was planning on releasing that um, sometime this year. So that I, I was, I'm laughing because I would just got off the, um, the phone this morning with my label and trying to make that plan. But yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of shit going on. I wish I could clone myself. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I know. I don't know when you sleep. Um, it seems wild. And then of course, you know, I know powerful records been done and obviously you know, we we love Sen, and I know Sen had some issues last year, some health problems. But I hope that he's all good now, and that's also going to happen too. Yeah, he is, bro, and he's doing great. Um, I just talked to him last week, and uh, I'm, we're looking forward to getting that out too because that's a killer record. Word, man. Uh, what else, anything else you got going on before I let you get back to your your traffic? Uh, I know you have so many ventures and things you're always working on, producing records, charity things like that. Anything else you want to promote or share? Um, yeah, I'm still promoting the fuck out of Crew Socks. They're Love good it. people. They do a great thing. Go check them out, crewsocks.com. And uh, it, let me dial that in a little bit more. It's a um, veterans benefit that I do shows for, and we help raise money for veterans um, that are in need of service dogs. Um, presidential canine is the, is the benefit, and 
we did a show, the only show I played since the pandemic on my birthday in Torrance, California, which was pretty cool. We raised a lot of money for them. Um, but uh, all my stuff is on my LinkedIn and sorry, not LinkedIn, all my social media link for Linktree. It has all links to everything. Yep. And I'll circle up with uh, Ilka and the fabulous people at Fly PR and get all your stuff to put in the description so people can check it all out and support, of course. And, you know, it's always a pleasure, man. I'm so pumped that selfishly, I wanted this for a long time for you, but I'm also just in general, I think music needs this realism. Like you talked about being real and real good music and real great people and real hardcore and, and metal. And that's what we need back right now. These are hard times and we need hard music, appropriate amounts of hard music. Yeah, dude, I think the time is right. And uh, I'm looking forward to hit the road with the guys and releasing some of the stuff that we have on our Steve. All right, man. You know, I'll be at the front of the stage as usual. I will talk to you soon, Billy. Take care and be safe. All right, yo. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate your support. And uh, everybody, hit me up on social media. Billy Biohazard everywhere. Peace and respect. Thanks. This has been another episode of the Ghost Quote Magazine podcast. Check us out at ghostquotemag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Quote Mag. Until the next time, peace. <laughs>